Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and I have my friend and co-host and co-worker and a ministry administrator uh, for my office and uh, Dawn Kennedy. Hi, Dawn. Good morning. Good morning. We are ready We're to good, ju- good afternoon. Good today. afternoon. Wherever it is. Good night. Good night whenever you are. Whenever you watch it or listen to it. And um, hey, we are continuing. We are actually actually are going to finish up Colossians 3 this week. And I want to say, if you have not uh, listened to either on the radio or uh, watched on the Facebook, which you can go to the Radio Roshki Ministries and you can catch all the previous ones, this is actually our fifth week on this series called Set Your Mind and Be Set Free. And let me tell you, there are some rich, rich truths in Colossians chapter 3. I highly encourage you to go back and listen to them. Go back on my Facebook page and pull them up and uh, and and share it on your page because I believe there are a lot of things, a lot of things in there that will minister to people. <coughs> Excuse me, as I have said every week, Colossians is like a one-stop shop, shop. for <laughs> everything in your life. It covers things such as how how to think right, what to set your mind to, how to do it what to put to death, what to put on, what to put off, uh, about character, the Christian home, instructions for wives, husbands, children, fathers, volunteers, employees, and if you go to Col- uh, Colossians chapter 4, verse 1, even to employers. So it really covers every area of your life, and uh, it is amazing. I, I invite you, I've, I've challenged y'all before in, during this series, to go back and read straight through the book of Colossians, just and sit down. It's only, uh, what, four chapters, I think, and uh, read through it. Pray first, ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you, and then read through Colossians. And I, when I read the Word, uh, I'm reading the Word, and I'm wanting it to speak to me first. Mm-hmm. I want it to pinpoint what needs to be pinpointed, what needs to be encouraged and built up and, and shored up in my life, and what needs to be removed. And it gives me instructions for living. Uh, I look for it to minister to me first before I'm mm-hmm. wanting it to minister to somebody else. You know, right. it's like, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer was that old, an old, old song. You know, I want it to go deep. I want it to do a work in me. And his word will not return void. It will accomplish what it is sent out to do. So Colossians uh, 3, uh, as I have said every week, verses 1 and 2 are the basis for everything else in Colossians chapter 3. It is what you have to do. Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2 is what you must do. Those two verses, uh, everything else in the chapter is based upon and predicated upon those two key scriptures. And what do those scriptures say? It says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. So he's, the Lord is causing us to come up to a higher perspective, right? To come up into a higher place of thinking because this world, um, it has its own thoughts, its own ways, its own behaviors and what they consider right. But the word is the truth. And so when you begin to uh, set your mind on things above, and seek those things, and then your life begins to follow that and change. So everything in verse 1 and 2 
uh, is the basis for everything that follows. Verse 2 says, set your mind and keep them set. I love that. You can set your mind and keep it set. You don't have to be wishy-washy. You don't have to be in and out, right, Don? I mean, That's right. You, you know, Thank today you, I'm going to serve God. You be stable. God. Right, right. Mm-hmm. One day I'm going to serve God. One day I'm not. You know, one day I I'm, I'm want to be married. One day I, I don't. No, you can set your mind and keep them set on things above. Otherwise, he wouldn't tell you to do it. Right. That would be cruel, right? He wouldn't. If he didn't empower you to do it, you couldn't. Right. I mean, he wouldn't tell you if he didn't yeah. give you the power to do it. Right. And he's our source. Right. He's our ability right. to do these things. Set your mind and keep them set on things above, on the upward higher things. And it's so easy to just get caught in the minutia of life and the details and what's going on, what's happening on uh, the news and in our nation or your family, your finances. It's so easy to get caught in that when we just need to stop and pick our head up. <laughs> And turn your attention and your focus towards the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just love that. Oh, my friend Teresa is watching. Hi, my friend. Love you, love you. Uh, so, verse 1 and 2, that's everything that uh, gives you the strength. Because if your mind is set on things above, then these other things, because Colossians chapter 3 is not for the faint of heart, right, Dawn? No, no it's an action. <laughs> it's an action per- chapter. Mm-hmm. It's get busy, get do it, do it, do it. Right, right. <laughs> And it it tells you how to do it, but it goes into some things that, um, you know, maybe we don't want to get into, but <laughs> I, I'm just going to read Colossians 3 real quick, and then we're going to jump down to the last portion where we are, and we're going to finish up this series. And don't pause too long or don't we won't pa- get to Oh, <laughs> I know. It's so hard to not go back and start talking about each one of these scriptures because they're so full of life. I love it. And today I'm going to do something different. I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. So, and it says in the caption on the top, it says, He is your life. Oh, thank God. He is our life. So, if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ... Act like it. Well, that's a novel idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just act like it. (laughs) Right. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up. Look up and be alert to what what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. Your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to remember that. He is, he is our life. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you'll show up too. The real you, the glorious you. I love that. Okay, Dawn, I'm going to have to stop and talk about this a minute. You know, I can't <laughs> help myself. Even though we've gone over these scriptures. The real us, the glorious us that's made in his image, that has that deposit of the glory of God and his nature and his character, it's within us. Right. And so if you set your mind just on that, there's a glorious me. Right. You can change anything. You can do anything. Right. Right. I'm glorious. Yeah. He created me glorious. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, talking about changing your view of yourself. Right. And that's how he sees us Mm -hmm. as glorious, not not where we failed. Yeah. He sees our glory. Yeah. It's so awesome how when we start to get his perspective, he's not just talking about his perspective on the things on this earth, things happening. His perspective of the way he sees us. Right. And then live it out, walk it out. Right. You know, I'm glad that he's just not up there just shaking his head at me. You know, he's going, <laughs> now when I mess up, when I miss it, thankfully, he convicts me. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, mm-hmm. he corrects me and I repent. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, Lord, help me to come in alignment, agreement with your way of doing, your, your way of acting right. in this. 
So, uh, meanwhile, be content with obscurity like Christ. And that means killing off everything connected with that way of death. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like whenever you feel like it, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by God. I, I love the way that Eugene Peterson writes these things. You know, it's, it's, I mean, I don't study this all the time, but I, 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 I have another version that I study. Mm-hmm. I study out of the New King, King James Version most all the time, the Amplified. But I love the way he writes it in a simple message. Mm-hmm. And so let me read that again. And that means killing off everything connected with that way of death, sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. Well, wow, that's a mouthful right there. Right. <laughs> wow. That's a life, a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by God. And guys, we want our lives to be shaped by God. Mm-hmm. You know, what is God? He is love. I mean, he's right. so many things, but God right. is love. And if our life is being shaped by that, uh, if that's a, that is a life changer right mm-hmm. there, right? So uh, our, we want to be shaped by God. It's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and not knowing any better. But you now know better. So make sure it's all gone for good. Bad temper, irritability, meanness, profanity, dirty talk. I mean, aren't you glad, listen, that God's not vague? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's pretty you know? de- pretty much in the details. <laughs> right. So, so like whenever my kids were little and, and my son was notorious for running out in traffic. So uh, at Walmart uh, when he was little and I, I had a grip on him, right? He broke loose and he ran across the parking lot. I'd always told him, don't go off without me. And he's just running and a car screeched and I am screaming for him to stop. And thankfully... The car did not hit him. Mm-hmm. Now, he got a spanking because he knew. <laughs> he had been clearly told. Yeah. Don't. He had been instructed. He had been instructed, and I was not vague. So I gave him a spanking because I loved him so much, I didn't want anything to happen to him. Right. You know, and God is not vague. Uh, he tells you, you know, we went over, we looked up the right, the biblical definitions of these things that God outlined uh, in the previous um, broadcast. And so we went through them. We named them because God named them, mm-hmm. right? He, just, he didn't leave it out there, nebulous, just wondering about it. Uh, we, he, in the New King James, it calls it fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil, covetousness, and idolatry, wrath, disobedience, all those things. So we actually went to the uh, Greek Meaning, right? Mm-hmm. And we looked it up because in doing that, then we can judge our lives. Mm-hmm. Is that, does that make sense? It, then we can, we can compare our lives and say, is there a portion of our mind, our will, and our emotions, or our body, the members of our body, uh, going towards that and participating in that? Mm-hmm. And if so, then you repent. Repent is not a negative, ugly word. No, it's actually a life-giving word. It's a life-giving, life-changing word. It's allowing the love of God to overtake you. Right. And when you repent, uh, you know, I think of it like this. In the middle of the word repent is pent, like the penthouse. You, you come up higher, mm-hmm. right? And you, you turn, when, and in your repentance, uh, there is that forgiveness and grace that comes. Grace isn't just for uh, your salvation. Grace 
comes also to, to remove the power of that sin to continue doing that sin in your life. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Grace just isn't so that you can live in eternity in heaven, which thank God for that. Yes. <laughs> but it's grace to have the principle and that driving force of that sin, of that fornication or impurity, whatever it is, like we read in the previous weeks in Colossians 3. It's the ability to remove the power from that, to to deprive it of power to operate and control your life anymore. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, so w- what's better than that? I mean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you have to, you don't have to keep living in participating and continuing in a lifestyle of that sin because the repentance and the grace of God. Now that doesn't mean if, I mean, if you fall again, repent, Mm -hmm. but it's not, we don't want to be people that just operate in a, in a, you can do Needing anything. to repent all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and to realize that grace is to separate you from that sin mm-hmm. and not to live a practice lifestyle of sin. Right. Right. And uh, and when we do fail, we have an advocate, mm-hmm. the high priest, Jesus Christ, who forgives us. You know, he paid the price for that. But my, my point is, we don't have to live that way. We don't have to continue in it. And the world is looking for people to not be like they are caught in the same traps because trust me, if you are caught in these, in these sins and if you're participating in this, um, there is a misery and there is a pain and there is a destruction and there is heartache and there are consequences and people are hurt besides just you. And so they they want to get out, but many of them don't know how. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for us to be different, right, Don? That's right. And I, you know, what I love about this too is not only God's so uh, detailed about what to do and don't to help us. Mm-hmm. But he's he's as concerned, he, he's as into the details in our lives as he is in his word. Right. Right? So he, he peels us back layer by layer, and he doesn't tell us we've done something wrong to condemn us. He tells us, you know, hey, baby, don't do this because it's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But it, it also reminds me to um, to turn that back around and, and look at other people that I deal with in my life and say, okay, so I had some things I worked through. I had some filters I worked through and somebody else is being whatever to me. Maybe they're being ugly. Maybe they're being hateful, whatever. Well, they're working through a trap and a, and a filter of their own. So it helps me turn around and put on this love. Mm-hmm. All these details, they help me turn around and go, okay, yeah. if I had to deal with these mm-hmm. things, that person has to deal right. with these things. And so I just love how God is so into the details of all of our lives yeah. and, and our, and, and, and if someone's coming at you with something, it usually means God's trying to give you the opposite to, to help yeah, them. Right. Uh, to empower you right, to right, move right. the spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I invite the Lord into the details mm-hmm, of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I invite him into my mess. You know, I want him in my mess. And, you know, it's like I <laughs> turn I've said, my mess into a message. Right. And I've said every week, you know, about the, the lady that I heard speaking, uh, Pamela Shade at a conference. She said, admit Admit your junk or your deliverance will be delayed. Listen, I I say, Lord, in my junk, in my mess, come on, speak to me, reveal the truth, show me where I am off base and help me, God, because I don't want to stay in that place, in that position. And so uh, God is in the details Mm -hmm. and he invites you, he invites you uh, to just get in agreement with him, right? And so let him in. Go deep and let the details in. Uh, let God get in the details of your life, even the messy, ugly, 
dark things, the secret things, the things that that you are ashamed of, you know, and we can even even as Christians, we can still be participating in something that's doing that or we've not let go of of something or forgiven ourselves for something. Listen, let him in, let him clean it up, let him get the the poison out of the wounds Mm -hmm. uh, and let him heal you up. And 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 see, we we walk out. Our sanctification, mm-hmm. He and our holiness, we walk it out. We we learn to to operate and change our behavior in agreement with that. We are made holy by the blood of Jesus. We are made we may, we are sanctified, set free by the blood of Jesus. But we learn how to behave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes I don't behave that way, you know. And sometimes I get angry. And sometimes you may think you've dealt with something, and all of a sudden you read it in a different way, or it co- pops back off the page, and you think, oh. Well, maybe I didn't get rid of that completely. So right. here, let me let me do that now. Yeah. You know, God is just, he just goes deeper and mm-hmm. deeper and deeper to wherever we need him. Yeah. And he's good that way. <laughs> you know, and that's one thing about, we. that's why we've spent so much time, Dawn. Uh, this is our fifth week and, and we're going to finish it up. It may, may take us all the second half of the program. <laughs> but that's why we have spent so much time in Colossians 3. Uh, I can't think of another chapter that covers so many aspects of our lives all in one spot. Mm-hmm. And so we have, we have spent time doing a verse by verse, keyword by keyword definition and search, and then saying, okay, Lord, apply it to me. How does right. this apply to me? Because if we just get up here, Dawn, and we come up every week and we're just talking in some spiritual level, like like we could, or right. even if we could, <laughs> like we're you know, right? like we're all that in a bag right. of chips, <laughs> and, and it isn't something that you and I can apply to our lives right. and somebody else. Well, then we've totally missed the mark, right. and and uh, we are wasting this wonderful platform the Lord has given us of media. Mm-hmm. But we listen. I have when I've been combing over Colossians three. And I look at it, all the things it tells you to put on, all the things it tells you to put off, um, and it, explaining things. It has totally, I mean, it's gone deep. This is a mm-hmm, deep word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying I have a deep word. I'm saying this word is deep. The word in this is deep. And, um, you know, it, it talks about the character of the new man. It talks about the sins of sensual self-indulgence and what they are. It talks about sins of attitude and speech. It, it, uh, it just goes in also to the sins of prejudice of the mind as well as uh, family life, mm-hmm. right? So it's amazing, and I really invite you to, to go back. Um, I really think it'll minister to you. I'm going to pick back up, Dawn, and read, uh, finish reading Colossians 3 out of the message, and I'm going to repeat that one section uh, killing off everything connected with that way of death, sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by anger. It's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and not knowing any better. I think about him taught the the word saying exploding in anger. Do you realize that God is so holy? He's so pure and he's so holy that sin cannot stay in his presence, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Darkness can't stay in light. Darkness Mm -hmm. cannot stay in light. You're right. We've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And Jesus, 
The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit loved us so much that they made a decision. They made an agreement to come back and get us, right? Right. From the power of sin. When sin entered in with Adam and Eve, and it's passed, passed down, it separated us from him. So there, was, there is a wrath and destruction that comes on sin. Uh, the wages of sin is death. Okay, I'm going somewhere. Y'all hang with me for just a minute, and then we're going to go on with this chapter. But so God is so holy, he can't abide sin. And he loves us so much, he wants us in his presence. So what did he do? The Bible talks about the cup of wrath and fury. Jesus, Jesus took our place on the cross. He died as mm-hmm. us. He died for us. He, he, he had the weight of the entire sin of the world come upon him on the cross. Everything. And the cup of the Father's fury, the cup of fury against sin was completely emptied on him. I can't imagine. I mean, his own son, he gave his only begotten son. But he, when you talk, there's a, also a scripture that talks about the father's cup. Okay. But he was judging sin, the all the entire judgment for my sin. Mm-hmm. And my sickness. And yeah. My poverty, my everything. Everything that I would have need of. Right. And for the entire world mm-hmm. was placed upon Jesus who died as a man in our place. He, he was fully God, fully man, but he did not, he did not call for 10,000 angels to come and rescue him off that cross. He was dying as a man. And he could have. Like, and he could have. He chose to be a man to come in, in the, and be on that cross. And the cup of the fury and, and the shame, the guilt, the judgment, all those things, the payment, the penalty, he nailed it all to the cross for me. For you. And so that fury was pulled out, poured out on him. That's why it's talking about God's anger. It was God's anger at sin. It was, it was God's anger judging sin. And because he's so holy, sin cannot stay in his presence. I'm so grateful and thankful he loved us so much and that Jesus loved us so much to come and to take that on. Mm-hmm. The handwriting that was against me was nailed to that. The sentence that I deserved was nailed to that cross. Mm. And the Father, I mean, can you imagine separation between God the Father and Jesus the Son? Can you imagine what that was like? And then all the wrath of the fury of the judgment and the penalty for the sin upon his beloved Son who did it because he loved us and and, and because they wanted us to have he many sons and daughters, us. yeah, he preferred us, preferred over us, mm-hmm. yeah. And he who he who knew no sin became sin, that we might be justified. And so, wow, wow. Now we have the blood of Jesus cleansing us, forgiving. We're forgiven, mm-hmm. and we're a new creature in Christ. And we're going to get to spend eternity with Him. Thank you, Jesus. Now, because we would be separated otherwise. Now, if you have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and as your Lord, or maybe you've kind of pulled back and maybe you, you've gotten caught up in some of these sins and traps. You've fallen back into some things like, like Colossians 3, those things that are traps and weapons of the enemy and strategies. And you say, you know, I, I'm drifting. I'm in trouble. Then I want you to pray this prayer. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, 
I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins. Wash me. Purify me. Change me, Lord. Take over my life. Be the Lord of my life. I give you control of my life. I I want to serve you. You're my Father. Jesus, you're my Savior. Holy Spirit, direct me. Empower me. And Lord, I give it all to you. All my past, I give you all my present. I give you my future. I invite you into every detail. Change me. Remove from me what needs to be removed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, guess what? You're just as saved as somebody who's been serving the Lord for 70 years. You are a brand new creation, a brand new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. You have some amazing, you just had something amazing, a brand new life, a, a, a start over, a begin again. And you have the Father uh, the the love of the Father, you have Jesus, your Savior, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. And listen, it's a brand new day. It's mm-hmm. a brand new season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to invite you to call my prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have anointed trained prayer ministers to pray for you. And listen, uh, if you just accepted the Lord or you've just kind of, you kind of reconsecrate and rededicated yourself and come back and where you kind of been falling away, let us know. We want to send you out some scriptures free that will help you in your walk. Also, if you need prayer for anything else, we believe in miracles. Listen, mm-hmm. I have miracles happen all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God is so good and, and I depend on him for everything and he answers prayer. And so he's still a healer. He's still a deliverer. Uh, he's still a miracle worker, a sign and wonder. So call our prayer line 866-241-0579. Also go to my website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We have I don't know, just all kinds of uh, resources that are free, right? Previous podcasts of our radio shows. We have previous uh, episodes of our actual TV show, the Be Free TV show that airs on uh, Impact Network. So there's lots of free things and resources that will help you to to know the truth and be free. Uh, Also, we have a store there. uh, And when you purchase things, it helps us to continue to preach the gospel. And speaking of that, thank you to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping us to preach the gospel. The fruit that comes into this ministry, you are a partaker of that. I believe you you receive the same reward because some are sent and, and, and some uh, some go and some are sent out and some send them out. So uh, every time that you do that, listen, you help us to continue preaching the gospel. And I just bless you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to donate, you can go to our website at lureta.org and you can do it that way. Listen, don't go anywhere. I'm going to be right back. 